Bible. Coffee talk with the Hoffmans. Hey everyone, welcome to Bible Coffee Talk with the Hoffmans. I'm Allie, Justin is beside me. Welcome to another edition. We are actually sitting outside uh, in a little park that's near our home. It's too hot to be inside, but it's glorious outside. And today's the day the Lord's made and let's give thanks. It is gorgeous out. So before I even begin to tell you what this episode is about, let's turn this entire podcast over to the Lord for his blessing and approval. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I just come before you. I ask you to uh, let this message reach those that need to hear it. I ask that every word that comes out of my mouth and Justin's mouth be pleasing to your ears. And Lord, I ask you to give us revelation and comprehension into your words so that we can properly share it with others without contaminating your beautiful word that you've given us. And I ask your Holy Spirit to fellowship with us as we spend this time with our other brothers and sisters through the podcast. Lord, we ask you these things in your beautiful and precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hi, honey. Hey, baby. So what is the podcast about today? Okay, so we're carrying on our last podcast that was on uh, rock music the last time we did a podcast together. It was on rock music, and we're talking about today's modern music industry, mm. how it's intertwined with the Illuminati, and how it's very satanic and evil. Boo! 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 <laughs> oh, wait, what are we drinking? We forgot to well, tell We're our on our way to go get coffee. We're going to Tim Hortons, and we're going to get us a maple coffee and some back bacon. No, I'm kidding. We're, we're going to go home. We don't, well, they don't have back bacon. We're, we're going home. <laughs> we're going to have some maple coffee. Maple coffee. And you got to try try this stuff folks it is fantastic it's ambrosia it is so good yeah. it's it's my top three favorite coffees yeah it's it's really good it's good okay so and back. so i'm gonna get us started off today by reading a scripture from revelation okay. it's revelation 21 8 and it says but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death and uh, I think that pertains to a lot of our music industry today. Mm -hmm. I mean, we see a lot of the, what's called divine feminine spirit within our music industry with people like Beyonce and Cardi B. And mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's this spirit that really tempts with lust. You know, I don't see, like I'm a musician myself and I, I don't, you know, I know, I know when I, when I see an artist that is, has talent where they can write their own music. And I don't see a lot of talent in our modern day music nope. industry. It's awesome. I'm being completely honest. Yeah, it's very much auto-tune. Yeah. It's uh, artists writing on behalf of artists. So you yeah. don't get like, you know, a, a true artist writing their own music anymore. I mean, Beyonce, you look at the songs that she puts out or Cardi B or any of them, and it's like probably about 20 different writers behind, behind each song. So it's, it's not about the art form anymore. It's about the lust behind it and the sin behind it. Right. And a lot of them are witches. They, you know, perform satanic rituals and that's how they get famous without talent. Actually, I heard... About, I'm just going to throw this out there. That yeah. Did you know that Thug and Diva are both um, entities? They're, they're gods. And that's when people say, oh, she's such a diva. They mm -hmm. think like she's acting all you know high and mighty and she's high on the horse kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's actually a, a demon that yeah. they are referring to, that she is part of this demoness... Uh, sorry, 
diva diva divine feminine yeah and i found out about this whole you know feminine culture through um missionary spencer Spencer smith Smith. yeah 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 Yeah, for sure and and he he goes into that a lot in his adam uh three third adam Adam series wonderful series definitely watch that and he talks a lot about lauren even lauren daigle you know she's into the uh divine feminine Mm -hmm. uh, spirit you know she claims to be a christian artist and she has an upside down purple triangle on her stage, you yeah. know. So she's very um, hooked in with the Illuminati, you know. And a lot of Christian artists, even today, you know, they're not, they call themselves Christian, but, you know, they're just as hooked into the Illuminati. Lecrae's and, one of them, too. Yeah, Lecrae. And, and one artist that I used to just absolutely be right into was Skillet. And uh, yeah, I even got my daughter hooked on Skillet, and she, she loved them. She's, you know, that's one of her favorite bands. And I did some research on their music and they're actually signed with the Atlantic label and um, one of their albums has uh, a mummy with a hand over one of the eyes covering the eye like the, the oh, all-seeing eye yes yeah. yeah well that's Lecrae too he throws yeah. up all kinds of these Illuminati or Masonic sorry hand symbols yeah that upside down uh, triangle that they all do yeah and, yeah. and the the triple six that okay Mm-hmm, gesture mm-hmm. and they do it over their eyes well and- ironically the skillet album is called alive and awake <laughs> and isn't that incredible i mean like they're all hooked in with the illuminati whether they call themselves christian or not and it's very deceptive and i mean we see it so prevalent in our world today you know with so many different artists you look at uh you know this thing with travis scott last year where he had a concert you know that was called Astro World, and on his album on his album cover he's got you know these this this child walking into this his mouth you know right and on on his stage he has this portal to hell basically Mm -hmm. and eight people were trampled to death at his concert do you know what's even funnier is that as he's doing this this concert on stage there were eight torches of fire burning yeah the the pyromaniacs that he had there were eight pillars of fire going yeah eight people just so happened to die isn't that something yeah Yeah, that's incredible it's it's insane it's absolutely insane and people are screaming stop the concert and he's just standing there in a trance looking right down into the audience as people are like flagging him to stop and he's just staring at them yeah and some sort of demonic trance and even people who had gone there said it was so demonic it was so heavy there was no air the 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 pressure just felt very demonic around them yeah and it wasn't the first time that that's happened like he played uh the Lollapalooza concert in 2017 and at that concert uh you know there was uh people arrested for for the same kind of conduct uh you know he had another show in Switzerland that year and uh, people were falling from a balcony, dragged from the stage. It's just violence, com- complete violence at his concerts, and it's just satanic. I mean, yeah. you know, like he's a rap artist. I look back at rap artists when I was growing up, and they weren't satanic. You know, <laughs> they were they were street. You know, they they were in gangs and they were committing crimes, but they weren't satanic. Like we see so much yeah. satanism in our industry today. I mean, go back, go back to you know, like N.W.A. and Dr. Dre and all those old artists. You know, like Run DMC, Run DMC <laughs> LL Cool J, like those guys weren't openly satanic. You know, deep down, yeah, they were evil, absolutely, like violence and a lot of things, pornography and things that they, you know, pushed, um, prostitution, they're very evil, evil people, but they didn't 
openly promote it like our artists do <laughs> so evil. much but evil is evil it's just more out in the more open now you know like accepted. yeah like another artist i i remember you know when i was growing up i was very naive to this stuff so you know i was into artists like marilyn manson and i would i would see his concerts and it would be oh that's cool but it wasn't so openly satanic back then even though he's always been a satanist now he burns bibles on stage you know and it's tears like he tears them apart and he's so open about of Satanism, but he's even deceived himself because he doesn't realize that he's worshiping himself. Like even on his album covers, he doesn't have pentagrams and things that that glorify Satan. He has th- himself. He glorifies himself. He's his own god. Well, we're going to talk about somebody else, but I yeah. just Marilyn Manson ties into it mm-hmm. with the Kanye West. You know, when he had this uh, uh, ceremony, um, and he had you know uh, Justin Timberlake, just, Justin he, Bieber. Justin Bieber. Justin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin sorry. Bieber. <laughs> and he also yeah. had uh, Marilyn Manson. And you will know them by their fruits. Yeah. That's why the Bible is is so good because it it talks about what to watch out for. And you will know who belongs to the Lord, Jesus, by their fruits. And you will know who belongs to the worldly God, Satan, by their fruits. Yeah, and it's totally by their fruits. I mean, I like how you called that a ceremony because it literally looked like a satanic ceremony. Yep. I remember when we were watching it, you're like, why do they have rain boots on? Because <laughs> they have these that like, no giant boots on. And it was like literally a ceremony. I remember at one part, one part of the the so supposed prayer ceremony <laughs> that they were doing that Justin Bieber was on the ground kissing Marilyn Manson's boots. At one at yeah. one point, you know, and and that just shows you like he's his own god, and I mean like you had mentioned that Kanye West has been doing many evil things in his concerts. You know, like one thing that he does is he wears a crown of thorns mm. uh, in his concert, and he's got his own Bible where he refers to God as ye. So basically, no, he doesn't refer to God as ye. Yeah, he re- he himself he's written the Bible, rewritten it, and everywhere that it says. God, yeah. he has or changed Jesus. it. No, just God. Just God. He has oh. changed it to ye, and he yeah. calls himself ye. Mm-hmm. He even does this new video that's out now with um, Cardi B, and I forget the other guy. I mean, I've never heard of him. And then you've got Kanye West, mm-hmm. and um, it is disgusting. It is. It's the way she is dressed, Cardi B. I mean, she's always been very pro- provocative in, in yeah. her attire. Um, but it's it's got like a cuss word in the title, so I'm not even going to mm. say it. Uh, and I wouldn't say it anyways because I don't think anybody should watch it. It's so bad. But at the end of the video, you see Kanye West. Well, you don't actually see Kanye West because his face is covered. He's got like this cloth bag over his face. Mm-hmm. And what I was reading was he does that because he believes that he is too holy to be seen. Yeah. Isn't that um, something? And he's in there con- trying to convince the world that he's a born again Christian. You know, he's he's going on Joel Osteen's show. Yeah. I remember seeing him on Joel Osteen's show, and I was duped too. You know, because he comes out with this Christian album where Jesus is mentioned in the title of the album. Yeah. You know, and so it's so deceptive because these artists can come off as Christians. Another one that's done it lately, and I think we talked about him in our, our last podcast, part part one of this podcast series uh is alice cooper who is totally 
declaring himself a dedicated Christian, yet he's he's touring with you know these evil satanic acts like Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson. Right. So we'll know them by their fruits. I mean, with Kanye, he, it was like you know a, a short stint so that he could pull people in who were Christian and, and deceive them. Well, who's behind that? Satan. Well, thank you, church lady. Um, I will say that even when you when you become a new Christian, yeah, um, you you are a new creation in Jesus. Right. So the old things that you used to do, the old sins that you used to participate in, you won't want to do them. You won't want to engage in them, and so that's how you will know them by their fruits. Is because you know, if it, let's hypothetically say that you know Kanye West was a true believer, Mm -hmm. then he would not be going around saying he's God. He would not be associating with Marilyn Manson. He would not be, you know, uh, wearing a crown of thorns. Mm -hmm. Um, He would not be covering his face because he says he's too holy to be seen. These are things to watch out for. You know, yeah, their lifestyle doesn't glorify God. It mocks God. It does. I mean, Kim Kardashian, after she div- was having a divorce from him, before she even got the divorce, she was on to Pete Davidson. Right. You know, and, and having sex with him outside of marriage and bragging He's about it. He's too. Yeah, uh, bragging about too. it to her children and to her mom. You know, bragging about how she was so much happier with him. And she's actually had conversations with her mom that she's had the best sex in her life. And, you know, this is all adulterous sex that she's having. You think this woman is really a Christian? Absolutely not. No, she's actually a witch. Yeah, yeah. she's most definitely a witch. And then you got you got you know. I mean, we're all over the place with, with the artists, yeah. but there's it's so prevalent in the music industry. You have yeah. you know Lady Gaga, and people are like, oh, she's so good, and she's such a she's like multi talented. She's an actress. She's a singer. She's she's no, she's she's not. She gets her her talent, and I use that word very lightly from Satan. You know, and then you got Cardi B, who's, you know, made this this video that went viral where she says, you know, everything I have, I have because of, of God. You know, Jesus has blessed me. And it's like, that, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Jesus hasn't blessed you with all that you have, your riches, your wealth, your fame. That's not, you're thinking the wrong God. That's not Jesus who gave you that. That's mm-hmm. Satan that gave you that. Yeah. Because where you're half naked provocatively shaking your booty in front of men and you're talking about just the most disgusting things um doing disgusting things with people and you're graphically showing disgusting things in your video that has nothing to do with jesus christ darling that has everything to do with the worldly god being satan absolutely and and i mean we always want to go back to the bible with our show that's this is what it's all about for us is giving glory to jesus christ and you know like we can go back to second timothy 3 where it talks about these evil times that we're living in evil in the last days this know also that in the last days paralyzed times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own selves covetous boasters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents unthankful unholy without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, i.e. Kanye West, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. That is, <laughs> I love the Bible. Yeah, me too. I love the Bible. Me too. Yeah. If, you know what? It, the Bible was given to us, and I say this pretty much on every podcast we do. The Bible was given for us to learn from, to use, to put towards our life and 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 
it's like cheat sheets kind of thing. Do you know what it's, I mean? It's like, like the manual. It. I always call it the uh, operational manual for life. Wow, because, that's good. Yeah, because, you know, you got one for a car that comes with a car. No one ever reads their manual for their car. It usually sits in their glove compartment like the Bible, right? Wow. Yeah. The Gideon Bible in all hotels. Exactly. It sits there in the drawer while people commit sins in the room, not knowing that they're destroying themselves with those very sins because they never open the drawer next to the bed. You, the you will know a Christian. I have my, my grandmother used to say this. You will know a Christian by the shape of their Bible. Yeah. If their Bible is in pristine condition and the pages are, you know, gold embossed and they're like just in such gorgeous shape, you know, they've never read their Bible. They don't open it. Mm -hmm. But a Christian that opens their Bible and uses it and it's scuffed up, <coughs> excuse me, and it's marked and it's highlighted and it's written in, that's the Bible that, that that's a person that is using their Bible. That's the person daily. with power in their life. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, like, the, this is how we can see these things in this world. And many people can't. Like, they have the blinders on their eyes. And they basically, you know, have come to the point in our world today where everything that is evil is called good. And everything that's good is called evil. Right. And I mean, there's that scripture in Isaiah 520 that says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And I mean, isn't that a mm. perfect snapshot of our world today? Yeah. And especially the music industry that we're talking about on the podcast here. Music, they, I actually looked into this. They said that music is... Um, is healing that for a lot of people they base their moods on the the content in which they listen to music so if you're sad they they will listen to sad music if you're mm -hmm. happy they put on happy music yeah. people who have parties it's usually very jovial bouncy like rave kind of music when you work out you listen to music so it's prevalent in our our society mm -hmm. people who are in therapy people who have like some sort of um uh, group counseling they will put on music usually tranquil music to help soothe and calm the patients while they're talking. It's, it's a proven fact. I actually was reading about um, Eminem, and I used to really like Eminem. Me too. And yeah. he's somebody that I always thought, wow, like he, he's really, he's one of these rags to riches kind of guy. Like he started mm -hmm. out on the wrong side of the tracks with, you know, a single mother who was hooked on drugs. And, and look at him now. He's made something of himself. And he got famous fast like fast. really fast yeah. i mean you know he, he met dr dre and they put out his first album it did nothing absolutely nothing and then the next album he was a huge superstar i yeah. mean how does it happen that fast well the devil behind it that's how i mean the devil and he admits to it yeah the devil was a leader of the choir in heaven when mm -hmm. he was lucifer and they and in isaiah it talks about him being all the instruments of heaven were were created in him so he, he understands music and he, cre he understands the uh, subliminal power behind music. Mm -hmm. And that's why he, and he's been deceiving man for 6,000 years. Yeah. So this is not anything new to him. You know, it's just that now I, I see a lot of our artists being put on stage and worshipped like they're gods. Right. You know, and, that, and maybe that happened a thousand years ago. We don't know for sure. I imagine it was because a lot of the ancient Egyptians used to worship sun gods and they used to worship 
you know, they're, they're false gods. So uh, pagans were, would worship pagan gods. So, I mean, it's really no different in our world. The devil's using the same tactics, but on a different stage. Well, we'll look at the, the artists. You've got Madonna, yeah. and she's got the, the massive golden headdress on. And then Beyonce, mm-hmm. and she's got this golden headdress. Yeah, and what's with them embracing Baphomet? Like, why would Madonna care about Baphomet unless there wasn't an evil spirit behind her because music? Because th- there is, and, and right. they've all admitted to... Uh, you know, selling their soul. They've all done mm-hmm. it. They've all said it. Even and again, I go back to Eminem, where he has consistently in a lot of his songs. If you listen to the lyrics or even read the lyrics, Google them and read the lyrics. It says how a demon uh, has taken over him, or how he's sold his soul sold to his Satan, soul. Yeah. or you know, uh, the demons won't leave him alone, mm-hmm. and you know they're telling him what to do. If you listen to a good majority of his songs, they all say. I mean, he's reaching out. I don't know if it's a, a means for reaching out for help. Um, but I just want to say that nothing, even if he did have this demonic attack, or you can't sell your soul. That's, yeah. that's such a yeah. load of bunk. That's you a lie. Yeah. Your soul yeah. belongs yeah. to God. That's right. You can be Amen. corrupted. You can actually do a lot of really bad things. But all of it is forgivable. All of it. Yeah. Amen. You, if, yeah. That's why I think, you know, these, these stars that say, you know, I sold my soul to the devil. You didn't. That's where Satan plants his garbage seed in your head and you believe the lie. And it perpetuates so that you do sinful things and it keeps going and going like a snowball down a mountain. And as it rolls, it keeps collecting and collecting more snowflakes till it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it's like, I'm, I'm too far gone for God to save me. That's the lie. God will always save you. There is only one sin that is unforgivable. And people say, well, it's when you blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Yes, but it's by blaspheme, by continually denying the Holy Spirit, by continually rebuking and saying, I don't want you, I don't want you, I don't want you. Finally, God will say, that's it. Your heart is too hardened now. You won't turn. You're, you're just, you refuse to come to, to my son and, and accept that he died on the cross at this point I will honor your choice away from me and that's the unforgivable sin but yeah, if, it is. Yeah, if you yeah. if you've come to fame and fortune by you know praying to, to demons or to Satan or by witchcraft just know if, if you're somebody who's who's thinking about doing this that Jesus will forgive you he died on the cross he bore that sin of all these Hollywood artists um, for a reason, mm-hmm. to save you. Yeah, amen. And nothing is unforgivable except the unforgivable sin. And you being wealthy and, and you know, well-known and having riches because you think you sold your soul to the... De- don't believe the lie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the, the devil wants people to believe the, the lie. You know, like, that's that's why you see a lot of uh, serial murderers who are pathological liars. And the pathological liar believes their own lies. And, like, one thing that I've been doing lately is reaching out to atheists, and I believe that they are no different than serial killers because they believe their own lie that the devil's put in their head that there is no God. And when you talk to them, you you can try everything you want to, and believe me, I have. I've tried every tactic that I know to get through to them that Jesus died for their sins, you know, but they 
they still don't see it because the blinders are so strong. And it isn't the devil that's put these blinders mm -hmm. on their eyes. It's God. God has given us a great delusion. And I've told so many of these atheists that, that they, they have this delusion from God. Yep. Because God wants to know who his are. He doesn't want us to be robots. He wants us to love him and want to be with him for eternity. If we don't, he gives us that option. And he says, you can, you can go down the road to hell. And when I look at these artists in the music industry today, I think of when Jesus went out to the wilderness and he was tempted by the devil and the devil showed him all the kingdoms of the earth. Right. And, and he's, he offered him the kingdoms of the earth. And Jesus didn't say, you can't do that. He, he knew that he had that power. He knew that he had the power to offer him all the kingdoms of the, of the earth. And, and he said, get behind me, Satan, you know, like, you shall have no idol before me. Like, you know, you shouldn't make anyone your idol. And, and he rebuked the devil, mm -hmm. and the devil fleed from him. But so many people today are taking the offer. The devil has not changed his MO. His method of operation is exactly the same as it was when he was in the wilderness with Jesus Christ. Right. It's only that people are taking his offer of the world. And like Jesus said, what does it profit? a man to have the entire world and lose one soul why because they are selfish by nature they want it's mm -hmm. a greedy society that we live in we yeah. want bigger better faster more 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 absolutely so when we struggle and, and this is a lot of people go through this i mean they they go through the the hard times you know the the season has come where it's it's hardships are there you know you're struggling to make ends meet you're you know you're really fe feeling the pressures and a lot of people they're like well, i've got this this talent you know whether it be you know whatever it is i've got this talent and i don't understand i can't i can't break through satan he watches he listens he studies and he's patient and he will pounce on on you like the weak deer in the herd and he will jump on you and if you say enough times i don't understand it and i just i want better and he will offer you the world and because we're a selfish you know, um, uh, society, narcissistic society, we, we yeah. take the offer and we're like, yeah, yeah, I'll spread your filth. That's what and it is. I'll... Yeah. These people, they worship themselves, yep. like I was saying, and they're narcissists and the devil sees that, like you said, and they, he's studying them and he sees how they worship themselves. Like I always wondered as a musician myself, why I haven't obtained fame or fortune or the things that they, they have. And the reason why is because I've always put Jesus first. I've, I've always worshiped the Lord. I haven't worshiped myself. I, I'm, I'm not a narcissist who puts myself on the throne. I put God on the throne all the time and God, he's, he's chosen me. I'm one of the elect and I know that I've always known that. And so the devil can't buy my soul it's it's he can't buy anyone's soul you know the soul is owned but by god but he, he convinces them <laughs> that he has like in our last episode we talked about robert johnson and these people that supposedly sold their soul to the devil but they didn't sell their soul to the devil god owns robert johnson's soul and the sin that he created and like i mean he basically started what we call rock and roll today and this and creating that evil sinful music that he did he's going to have to give an account for that one day to god but god still owns his soul and god determines where his soul goes when he dies that's right that's right and and the thing is is that the lie like i said just continues and continues and people believe in it mm -hmm. and i will say go so far to say this that a lot of people they're ignorant yeah. They don't open their Bible to see the truth. They don't have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. They don't want to have that personal relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And so there, there in itself is their damnation. It's yeah. not so much that they, they um, 
listened to Satan and believed his lies. It's that the perpetual uh, sin that they got themselves into that they started to believe in is what has led to their damnation. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, wanting the world. They yeah. want the world. They'll do anything to get the world. I mean, we were talking about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. And, and how did she get famous? I mean, she got famous by doing a sex video. She will literally go to any length and any low to get rich and famous. And Satan, you think he doesn't see that? The whole family. The whole family of Kardashians. (laughs) Like, you look at Kylie. Mm -hmm. She's, she, back in the day, she was nothing. None of them were anything to write home about. They weren't any great, you know, beauties. Mm -hmm. And then they started getting cosmetic surgeries. And then, and that little one, Kylie, I'll use her as an example. She's worth over a billion dollars. Just her. I'm not talking about any other family member. She wasn't married at the time when Forbes put her on the the, uh, the list of, of billionaire status. Uh, she got there because she made um, makeup. Uh, she has no talent. She's not a no, singer. She's no, not an actress. Yeah. You know, you go to... Um, None of them Paris have any Hilton. talent. She's yeah, another one. Yeah. She has no talent. Not none. at all. Not at all. And yeah. she's an heiress. <laughs> Mind you, it came from her great-grandfather. Yeah, they're called socialites. Can anyone honestly tell me what a socialite does? Because I still don't understand that. Okay. Back in my day, a socialite <laughs> yeah. was the daughter of a rich man. Yeah. And she basically, uh, she called the shots, like, let's say, New York. So a socialite in New York, she was invited to the best parties. She was invited to the best dinners. She she was well-known in her uppity-up circle. That's about it. But why? But nobody heard you know, of them why? outside well, of their circle. Why did she get involved in that? Because her daddy had a lot of Other than having a rich daddy. That nobody, I don't know. Exactly. But and that's I mean, what that's I'm saying. The, nobody knew of them. Yeah, that's what but I'm saying. But now, We're, these rich socialites... Yeah. They're famous for nothing. For nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like Paris Hilton did a movie called House of Wax. It is the most atrocious horror movie you ever see in the sense that it's boring and stupid. She can't act. She's got no talent. Her best friend is Kim Kardashian. And that's why she's famous now because of her friend and because of the sex video that she did. Other than that, she has zero talent. She's not attractive. Okay. And believe me, I, I know. I've seen her with makeup. I've seen her all dolled up. She's ugly no matter what makeup she puts on her face and she's got nothing going for her other than the fact that she's a socialite which means that she's got her money because of having a rich mommy or a rich daddy her daddy was the lawyer of oj simpson you know oh that's kimmy kardashian yeah paris hilton her uh her dad grandfather owns the hilton hotels yeah yeah Yeah. so i mean that has nothing to do with music (laughs) but (laughs) it it ties back it ties back to it because you know you've got all these these artists who totally embrace and then you get like the super bowl they embrace satan their whole halftime show is nothing but a great big satanic party um and you've even got churches that are watching these halftime shows with their congregation and say do you do you know what you're watching yeah. Do you see the symbolism? You you got that the weekend who had his entire face reconstructed reconstructed for his halftime show and flashing on the screen in great big ten foot letters was the word Satan behind wow. him. And yeah. it came on so fast, it was so subliminal, it was like boom boom and it was gone. And then you've got like these these demon shadows 
walking on the top of where people are sitting on the stand lines. They're, it's just, it's demonic. So, demonic. so should we talk about little Nas X? Do we have time? We, we, have most, <laughs> we will make time. Yeah, where do we start with him? I mean, oh, he's got shoes that are, you know, evil, the most evilest shoes that you've ever seen. I think they have, don't they have like Satan's blood in them or something well, they don't like have that? Satan's blood. <laughs> Not have, Satan's they blood. They have, they say I mean, children's what, blood. Children's blood. A drop yeah, of a child's yeah. blood in in the the tongue part of the shoe or the like sole i mean of the you shoe. and i know that's not true but i thought like maybe that was the lie that little nas had perpetuated that it was the devil's blood you know no they're called the devil's <laughs> shoe yeah and and they were sold out and i believe i think i read i'm not sure if this is true or not so don't don't quote me on this but that the shoes were 666 dollars yeah yeah i heard and, that too yeah um nike yeah, and um, manufactured them. I couldn't yeah. believe it. And then they've got this, this other, these um, hoofed shoes, these cloven shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to this little Nas, you know, he he did his video. Uh, he was nothing. Like he he wasn't. Um, he was like this unknown singer. Yeah, he was he was like Eminem was yeah. when he had his first album. Like Little Nas was not getting any recognition, you know, until he did you he know, embraced his homosexuality. Embraced his homosexuality and, you know, did Old Town Road and yep. you know, and, and that's that's when he really took off. And I mean, like these evil things that they're doing, the devil it sees progresses this. Worse. And it progresses worse, yeah. you know. Yeah. The devil he roams the earth like a roaring lion looking for souls to devour. And so of course he sees what these people do. He studies them and yep. And he takes that and he, he makes evil out of it. I mean, Lil Nas has this video where he's in a, a devil uniform. Like, I mean, whenever they dress up like the devil, that is a complete lie of what the devil looks like. The devil is a <laughs> fallen angel. He does not have horns it actually and a pitchfork. He's the most beautiful angel yeah. that was ever created. Ever created, yeah. So that's right. they, they, they put him with these horns, all red, you know, glowing serpent eyes with fangs and these cloven hoofs and. And he's he so he is sitting as Satan on the throne of Satan in hell, mm-hmm. and because he is a, a fallen human, he falls to to hell, and he entices himself as Satan uh, by giving Satan a lap dance and actually being sodomized by Satan on the throne until he basically kills Satan and puts the horns on his head so that he has now taken over for Satan. Yeah, and and yeah. there's other videos where he's been thrown in prison and you can't even see the video because it's just a bunch of um, uh, censorship because he and all the inmates, the prison inmates, are naked, dancing around, yeah. sodomizing each other. Wow. Uh, there's other ones where he's dressed as Jesus. You mm-hmm, got, mm-hmm. you know, Lady Gaga, and she's got the song Judas. How she she's in love with Judas, mm-hmm. and it shows Judas and Jesus fighting. And yeah, she's and she's, out she actually down when crosses. when she started out, she knew this witch that actually did a blood ritual over yeah. her life and over her career, and that's her why her fish. career took off so quick and i just have to say this thing really quick people please stop believing that the devil is or ever will be the ruler of hell because he will be suffering more than anyone when he's cast down to hell gets me every time people think you know he's he's down there and it's his kingdom and he's coming and going and it was created for satan and his demons yeah for the sole purpose to to keep him locked there and that's his prison he is not sitting there now he's not coming and going that's that's a lie from satan yeah 
and mm-hmm. and he makes people believe that it's a party destination. You'll get lots of sleep when you're in hell, and you'll see all your friends there. And um, couldn't be further from the truth. People yeah. saying, you know, I take lots of hot showers to prepare me what hell's like. You know, it's probably hotter than Cuba, and it's like you have no idea. You don't know. No, the, the worst part about hell is not the flames; it's the total darkness that you've ever known. Yeah. Like Marilyn Manson, you know, Aleister Crowley. Hadn't known the darkness that he will know in hell on earth because God is omnipresent. And people, you know, I've had atheists that I've told this to where he's omnipresent. They're like, well, why can't I see him? Well, God's a spirit and you're a human body with a spirit. And he's holy and he's an all-consuming fire. And I've actually told an atheist that he will burn you up if he's in front of you. So therefore, he's with you in spirit. He's, you don't, that's why you don't see him, but he's always with you. He's always with Marilyn Manson. He's always with Lester Crowley. He was Until always with Anton make- LaVey. He's not going to be in your presence. He, he's out of your presence when you're in hell. Right. And it's a darkness that you cannot fathom in your natural state. But the other thing to that, the flip side to that is, yeah. uh, people say that it's, you know, when you're in hell, it's total darkness. Mm-hmm. It's not just visually dark. That's, that's not what it means. Yeah. It means dark it means mm-hmm. um you know you you will every anxiety every fear you have will be perpetuated every mm-hmm. you know um uh, nightmare that you've had you know yeah. every everything that is associated with dark with evilness with with horrific moments that's what it's like yeah and it's not a fun darkness like we look at darkness on our earth now and we see it in horror movies where it's this fun darkness halloween darkness Mm. it's not like that it's not fun it's terrifying and morbid and a darkness like i was saying that you cannot fathom and i try to get this through to these atheists but you know really what god's put into my heart and what my wonderful wife has been putting into my heart is it's not my my responsibility it's not my duty and it's not i can't water those seeds i can plant those seeds but i cannot make them grow only the holy spirit can make those seeds grow you can't make a a horse drink from the water you can lead them to the well but you cannot make them drink and that's 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 what i've said is that you know all these unbelievers that do not believe in god you know they listen to this satanic music Mm -hmm. they watch these satanic shows they embrace you know the world which you know, let's face it, is satanic. Yeah. So they're embracing satanic um, uh, culture. Every culture all yeah. around them. Yeah. Um, you you can't save them. Plant the seed and get out. Let the Holy Spirit do what He's going to do. These people, right from birth, everybody from the beginning of creation until the end of creation, God knows who are His, and that's we all go through a refining process. And I've said this to you before. I've said mm-hmm. this on other podcasts before. I've shared this with other people before that what you're going through, the struggles you're going through is a refining process. God wants people who love him, not just people who say, I love you, because let's face it, people say, I love you all the time and they give up on their marriage. They give up on their family. They walk away. He doesn't want that. He doesn't want lip service. Mm -hmm. He wants the real deal. He wants people who love him by their actions. Yeah. Not by their words. This is the whole, they will know you by your fruits. Mm -hmm. Live by the word. Preach by the word, you know, love Jesus Christ, be Christ-like to other people. If you're not, then you don't belong to him. And, yeah. and you know, like... 
And that's why he said the road to hell is wide and many will fall down it and the road to heaven is narrow and very few will travel through it, you know. And I mean, like, we look at all these people that we've talked about on the podcast today, Marilyn Manson, Cardi B, Beyonce, Madonna, you know, they're getting the world, but, you know, it. what does it benefit them? Because it's it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the gates of heaven. Think of that. Just pause and think of that. Mm-hmm. I can hardly get the, the thread through the eye of a needle sometimes, yeah. but it's supposed to be easier to get a camel yeah, through camel that through the eye than it is for an unbeliever to get to the heaven, the kingdom of heaven. And a rich man more than an unbeliever too. It's, it's you know if they if they worship their wealth, like we're not saying that wealth is a bad thing. If you if you have a lot of wealth and you're helping out homeless people that need that help. If you're if you're if you have an actual ministry and that wealth is carrying the gospel to multitudes of people that need that money, yeah, wealth is good, but if you're worshiping money, you know, if if you have a mansion and your mansion is you, what you worship every day, your fancy car and everything over God, you're committing idolatry and you're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. It's going to be very difficult for you and we're not saying it's impossible you know if you repent and you turn to jesus and you put your trust in jesus even you know the roth childs you know could yeah. could do that you know but they it, for them to do that is hard because they can't let go of their wealth just like beyonce and all those kind of people have a hard time letting go of their their fame right it, people who um who are wealthy you know the bible talks about when the the rich man approached jesus and said you know teacher how do i get into the kingdom of heaven and jesus said get rid of your wealth you know mm-hmm. give it to the poor give it to the needy yeah. leave your your riches and come and follow me and the rich man walked away very sad because he thought i'm a very rich man i'm not giving away my riches mm-hmm. well you're not getting into heaven then right. because you're selfish anything you put above jesus that could be a relationship a job a car a home that could be your your career that could be anything Anything you put ahead of Jesus Christ is idolatry. Mm -hmm. Jesus doesn't want some of you. He doesn't want part of you. It is a relationship. You and Jesus. You know, any relationship you're in, you want your partner, your spouse, to be reciprocal. You want them to give you the same amount of love that you give, the same sort of attention that you give. If you never speak to your spouse... What do you think is going to happen? Your spouse is going to get bored with you. They're going to get jaded. They're going to be bitter. And they're going to say, you know what? I, I didn't marry a wall or a stone. I want to be a part of somebody's life. And if that's not with you, I'm leaving. Well, that's like Jesus Christ. If you're not going to talk to him, if you're not going to open up to him, at some point he's going to say, I, I never knew you. I never yeah. knew you because yeah. you never embraced me mm-hmm. you never came to me you never had that relationship and with you made me. that choice and the, you know this is something i tell everyone that i've talked to lately is that you have a choice you don't have to go to heaven if you don't want to god gives us free will and a lot of people can't wrap their head around that you know like that i talk to because they have the blinders on their eyes yeah. but he does give us that choice and if those atheists have that they they have that in their head that they don't want god they want nothing to do with them they've made that choice you know by default They've chosen hell. And so you have that choice. But why anyone would want that? Why anyone would want to live in this world without Jesus Christ? I still can't wrap my head around. Nothing is worth, you know, giving up your your salvation for. Not money, not wealth, not, not fame. 
And, and just by like what you said, by default, you sitting on the fence, not, you know, teetering, I don't know, you know, this, these uh, agnostics who are like, well, I don't know, like, I want to see proof. And, you know, I can't really get on board with that. You are essentially saying that you don't want anything to do with God because, yeah. and, and so you will be going to hell because that's not how salvation works. And like I said, there's the refinement process. God wants the best of the best. He wants people who love him. He could have created humans to worship him 24-7 and, and you know, um, bow down to him. But he already made pe- um, a, a race of, of people like that. They're angels. They were created to worship and carry out his, his messengers. messenger, yeah, yeah. Uh, being his messages. Yeah. So he didn't want that again. He wanted a, a race of, of people that would want to love him, that would want to follow him, that would want to, to have that personal relationship with him. Mm-hmm. He didn't give his son to die for the angels. He gave his son to die for us. Yeah. That's, that's big. And that's why Satan hates us is because God didn't give Jesus to die for him. He gave his son Jesus to die for you, for Justin, for me, for everybody on on the planet. So when you have these people um, denying Jesus Christ, it's like he's offering you a lottery ticket. He he really is. He's saying, "I'm I'm giving you this really amazing gift. Take it. All you have to do is take it, and and follow me." And these people are like, "I I don't want your lottery ticket." You often say it's like a, a parachute jumping out of a plane, you know, mm-hmm. planes going down, save yourself, put the parachute on and follow me. People are like, no, no, I'm going to take my chance. It's like the plane's yeah. going down. It's it's almost like they can't tell though. It's almost like, no, the flight's smooth. Like there's no plane going down. And they were like that in the days of Noah. And that's why Jesus said that the la- the last days will be like that of the days of Noah, because they're literally flying in that plane and it's smooth sailing. They can't even see the destruction, even though it's all around them. I mean, you look at our world today and it's everything the Bible says it would be. There's destruction all around us, earthquakes, you know, vi- uh, floods. floods and pandemics and, you know, you name it, pestilences, hunger, hunger famine, just like the Bible says it would be, and they're they're so blind that they don't see it. You know, they're so blind that they don't see God. You know, they don't believe in God. Yet he, his evidence for him is everywhere. You know, you look at the cloud. We're looking at the clouds right now, and they are absolutely beautiful. So and and <laughs> the atheists want us to believe that that came out of nothing. And it's like, I don't understand how they can think that way. I mean, I do because I was once like them. But, you know, I realize now how blind I was and I really realize how blind they are. And it's the same with these artists that we're talking about today, like Beyonce and Marilyn Manson. They're so blind. And I think that that, that wealth and the, those riches, they put these blinders on mm. not only their eyes, but our eyes too. Because we look at them and we're not supposed to covet. The Bible tells us not to covet. But uh, have you ever looked at a celebrity and went, wow, I wish I had what they had yeah but have you walked a day in their shoes have you went out and not had your privacy because the 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 paparazzi was stalking you constantly have you had scandal after scandal and you know had to you know go through hurls and you know hoops to make sure that you know you have good publicity all the time it's no you don't see the other side yeah it's also in the wording of their songs yeah and when they sing it 
they're singing it because they're already demonically charged. Right. But when you sing their songs, mm-hmm. you're enchanting, you're invoking those same demonic yes, spirits that are. they are yeah, into yourself. And then mm-hmm. you've got these people, well, my marriage is failing, or I'm separated, or I lost my, my child, or I lost my job, or why am I undergoing all this hardship? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're, you're, you're participating in witchcraft. Yeah. That's exactly what you're doing. You're making a chant. You're singing. You're you're following Satan, essentially. Mm-hmm. And we're not supposed to have anything to do with that. And so I really feel bad for these people um, that just absolutely refuse to see Jesus Christ, that refuse yeah. to, to take the parachute and, and, and put it on and save themselves. Yeah. But, and I mean, like, you really see their end and their demise when you look at people like Kurt Cobain or you look at the 27 Club, Amy Winehouse, and a lot of people we were talking about on the last podcast. Right. And look at their end, you know, destruction. And like, the thief comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. And they don't see that, though. You know, they're, the blinders are in their eyes, just like it's on the atheists or the Satanist or the Buddhist or the Muslims' eyes. They don't see that Jesus is the only way. He's the truth, the life, and the way, and none shall come to the Father but through him. Amen. Now, I know that we have people listening to this that are atheists, that we have people listening to this podcast that are agnostic. They are unbelieving, uh, not sure which way to go. There's people that are believers that are listening to this. And I just want to say, if you don't know Jesus Christ personally, consider Consider right now giving your heart to him because you may never get another chance. You don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't know what the next hour, half an hour, you don't know what the next five minutes holds. There are people that, you know, they have rebuked Jesus. And remember that guy at, um, what was it, Uh, Huntington Beach in California. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, Ray Comfort Comfort. had ministered to him. And he's like, no, I'm an atheist. I don't. I don't need any of that. You know, you don't need to pray for me. And he was killed in a car accident. He was hit by yeah. a car. Yeah. And he was actually riding his bike and a car yeah. ran into him and killed him immediately after that. Yeah. You know, so you make your choice and God gives you that, that choice. You, you know? will That's never how much God loves us. get another choice, yeah. another chance to, to make a choice to save yourself. It's a now or never moment. And I know people say, it's, you know what? I don't like that kind of pressure. You might not have another chance yeah. to make that choice, and might so be then your it's only gone. choice. Yeah, just like that plane going down. You know, it might be your only choice to grab that parachute that God is offering you. That's right. And and once it's done, and you die in your sins, I promise you, I promise you that you will spend all of eternity playing back this moment, rethinking it, rethinking every time a believer tried to share with you the gospel, pleading with you. Please stop your sinning. Please repent from your sinning. Please give your life to Jesus. Please, please come to know him personally. I don't know any of you that are listening to this. I mean, I know some that always listen to us, but there's a lot that I don't. But I don't need to see you to say that I love you. Because if you are a, a family member of, of belonging to God, you know, and you've accepted Jesus Christ, and I love you regardless of who you are. I don't need to see you. You're just a family member that one day I will see you. 
Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you know, if you're if you're having a hard time accepting this, you know, reach out to us, mm-hmm. and you know, we can give you some more information. We can pray for you. You know, yeah. like uh, you know, we've uh, there's very few situations where you can go that you know we've never been there because we've I think between me and Allison, we've really been through everything you can imagine <laughs> in our lives, and then some, and then some, and then some, yeah. and then some, and then some. And, and, you know, that's the beauty of going through hardships. It's every strong ship, strong, um, stronghold, stronghold that holds you and you rebuke and you get out of these struggles. It strengthens you and it builds your character and it wisens you up. And if you go through them enough times, it's like school. You educate yourself and you get to the next grade level and you get to the next level and the next level and the next level until you're able to, to qualify for that really good job. That's kind of like, like the belief system in Jesus Christ. Once you go through these hardships and you rely and depend on the Holy Spirit and he gets you out and it's like, okay, I passed that level. And then you go to the next one. It's like, oh, another one? But you pass that and then another one you kind of know what to expect later on as a veteran believer you kind of know that okay so you know what I know that this is a test I know that I need to totally rely on Jesus Christ I need to ask the Holy Spirit to help me I'm not going to make make um, get myself out of this by myself I'm not going to make it out mm-hmm. without his help yeah. um, and you turn it over to the Holy Spirit you ask for prayers you have believers praying for you and encouraging you and sharpening each other's iron and before you know it you're out of it so yeah and I mean like we're, we're, we're talking about music artists and I just want to mention a couple that I used to be into a lot and that was a band called Leonard Skinner who went down in a plane crash right when they were right at their highest Yep. You know, in their career, they, they were really doing their best and they didn't have a parachute because they thought they were safe, you know, and they, their plane went down and another three artists went down in a plane when rock and roll started and their names were Richie Valens, the Big Bopper and um, Buddy Holly. <laughs> Buddy Holly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And and they didn't have a parachute either because they thought they were they were OK and their plane went down and Buddy Holly actually gave up his seat. Uh, on a bus to Waylon Jennings, believe it or not. Waylon Jennings was going to get on that plane and Buddy Holly took his place on the plane because he thought the bus would be cold and he was very sick that night when that plane took off and they didn't need parachutes, they thought. They thought their flight was smooth and they were going to land and they were going to be okay. But this is what these people become like. They get into this like godlike stance where they, they think they're indestructible, but none of us are indestructible. Every one of us needs a Savior. Every one of us needs Jesus Christ, and he is our parachute. And we're just inviting you to take that parachute right now right. and and put your faith in the Lord Jesus. Repent, because he is coming back soon. And and now's the time. You're in that plane with us. We're all on the same plane. And without take that parachute, parachute, take that parachute. Your life, your eternal life, and your eternal soul depends on it. There's a reason why Jesus is known as the Savior because He saves. And there's a reason why He's called the Redeemer is because He redeems. Amen. Let Him redeem you and let Him save you. He's the only one that can. No other religion, no other fake, false, worldly God will do it. You see many times, you know, when the floods come and you see these these fake religions, they're carrying out their cement or wooden statues of their gods trying to protect them. And it's like, don't you have that the other way around? Shouldn't it be your God carrying you out? Why are you carrying your fake God out? Mm-hmm. Let 
the the almighty God, the creator of you, of me, of everybody in the, in the entire world, let him care for you. Let him save you. Let him redeem you. You know, I, there's nothing I guess, guess else we can say. Yeah. Yeah. Like put your, put your faith and your trust in the Lord. You know, I always quote that scripture from Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans not to harm you, but to give you hope in a future. And that's what God wants to do. And he's, he's working it out for the ones that are his elect. He's, he's working out that purpose and that future for them. Okay. And our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And we will soon be in heaven with Jesus at the Lamb's dinner, you know. Amen. And Amen. that's going to be a glorious day. And we Hallelujah. want you to be there. We want you we to want be there. We want you to be there. But I can't force you. And I can't do anything other than plant the seed. I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will work on your heart and your spirit and your mind and show you that you need him. So if you want to know more about Jesus Christ and you need a brother and a sister in the Lord, uh, reach out to us. You can reach out to us on Facebook Messenger, Justin Hoffman or Allison Hoffman. If you want to reach out to us through our email, please do so. BibleCoffeeTalk at gmail.com. B-I-B-L-E-C-A-W-F-E-E-T-A-L-K at gmail.com. If you don't have a Bible, write us, message us, and we will send you a free King James Version Bible. If you have um, a phone or a computer and you can download the free King James Version Bible app, do so. And we would love to help you with your walk and your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. Anyways, guys, that is our podcast for today. Uh, sorry that it took so long to put one out. Hopefully we will be putting them out a little more frequently from now on. Just it's been kind of hectic and busy. But that's it. So no, I guess we'll leave our audience with uh, the one scripture. Today the day is today is the day the Lord has made. And let's rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Amen. Okay, guys, you take care. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bible Coffee Talk. With the Hoffmans. What? You're still here? Podcast's over. Go home. Go.